Hello there, everybody. Welcome to a uh, very windy west of Ireland here. And my name is Sean Sheehan to talk you through the bets for the weekend in the world of mixed martial arts. Obviously, we have the huge UFC 269 card going down this weekend. But we also have two really, really big Cage Warriors cards going down in London. And I'm going to give you a couple of bets from that as well. Um, a couple of bets from, obviously, UFC 269 and one big flyer as well from UFC 269. So if you've never listened to this show before, that's what I give you. Four bets and one big flyer of a bet that, you know, might come off, might not, might make you a lot of money. But, you know, you might only lose a fiver. Bet responsibly, please. Don't bet more than you can afford and even bet less than that. Uh, and as I always say, this is from an MMA point of view. This is not from a betting point of view. I'm no betting expert. You won't be hearing about units or anything like that from me. You'll be hearing about, like, put two euro on you know, someone intent to one and they might win. That's why I started saying it. You know, I, I, I kind of want to just talk about the fights and talk about how maybe um, one person is an underdog or shouldn't be an underdog or one person should be the favorite, or, uh, you know, and things like that. So um, I, I think it's interesting always to look at the these prices uh, and see kind of what the um, the experts, I suppose, in the betting field are thinking versus maybe uh, you know the experts in the uh, in the MMA field. So let's uh, let's get into it. And apologies if there's any background noise or anything like that with the wind. It's just does not like it do. <laughs> there's a really really bad storm here. So uh, I think uh, I have a pretty good bike at all anyway. So hopefully uh, hopefully it's okay. Hopefully there isn't too much background noise. Uh, and uh, and let's get straight into it here uh, with the first bet. Now the first bet I'm going for. I'm not going for one of the cage riders cards. I'm going for the UFC 269 first, and I'm going for the go to Amanda Nunes, uh, and she is minus 140 to beat Juliana Pena by a KO um, you know and I think it's KO TKO DQ you know one of those uh, so you might be able to get her a little better of a price just up by a, a straight KO or maybe straight KO TKO um, somewhere um and the reason I've gone for this, look, I, I think Amanda Nunes will get the finish here. I was looking at the submission, and it's, it is, I think it's plus, uh, when we look at it at the end again, I'll pull up, but I think it's around plus 400, we, we, we look at that, I will confirm it. Um, and I like that as well, but I do think Amanda Nunes against someone like Juliana Pena, um, she will be smart about it. I think she will look to avoid getting into clinches, she will look to avoid the fight going to the ground just for the ease of the fight now if it does go to the ground i don't think she'll have much problems to be honest if it does get into the clinch i don't think she'll have much of a problem um but i think amanda nunez after the felicia spencer fight and after you know some fights recently where she's kind of given away maybe half a round or she's made you know certain points of the fight um not go her way let's put it that way I, I, I think she's smart enough to kind of go back and look at that and go back and look at her own game and realize what kind of has been happening and what what um she's been doing and improving and get even better. Like, when you are the greatest of all time, when you're that good, um, the only way really is up, you know? And the only way it is is to improve on flawlessness nearly. And I think that's what Amanda Nunes will do. I think she will keep Juliana Pena at, you know, the end of her jab. Uh, I think she'll be throwing one-twos down through the middle. And I think she's going to make it a really, really tough night uh, for Pena. I was looking at um, uh, her maybe in the in the first, the second round as one of my flyer bets. But I, saw, I decided to kind of stay away from that because it's hard to predict with Amanda Nunes, you know. Sometimes she does come out... And she tries to get in a few rounds, or she tries to, you know, um, <laughs> uh, get a get a bit of uh, get a bit of ring time in there. Maybe if you want to put it that way. Another time, she's just like, 
well, look, I'm just leaning it now and that's it. Uh, I feel like this will be one of those. I feel like this is going to be in the first couple of rounds. But uh, yeah, or as I said, at uh, what was it, minus 140 to, to get the KO. I think, look, if you were to ask 100 people what uh, what way they think this fight will end, would 90 of them say Lin by KO to Manny Nunes? I think they probably will. Maybe a few will say submission. Maybe a few will say uh, Juliana Pena is tough and she might see out a decision. But I think the vast majority of people um, would say that Amanda Nunes is going to win here and going to win by KO. So to have that bet at just under even money, I think is very, very good. You know, I think it's really, really good. And I think... Um, uh, I, I think it's a, it's a bet that a lot of people will be going for, maybe trying into accumulators and different things like that. So I like uh, Amanda Nunes by a KO here. Um, right, the next bet I'm going for, I'm going for Dan Ige. And he's plus 140 over Josh Emmett. Actually, he's plus 151, plus 145 in other places. In the half an hour, I've, I've um, written down my prices. He's actually gone up a little bit. So... Uh, the price I have is one plus one forty. Obviously, these prices can change. Uh, you know, this is probably being recorded a day and a half or two days maybe before it comes out. So these prices can change, and they will change all the way up until uh, Friday night with the <clears throat> with Cage Warriors first card, and Saturday night obviously with the the Cage Warriors and the uh, and the UFC cards this weekend. Um, I just think for Dan Ige against Josh Emmett, I was a little bit surprised that Josh Emmett was the favorite here. Now. I like Josh Emmett. I think he's very good. I think he has power. I think he's a well-rounded fighter. You know, you could say the same for Danny. I think he's a well-rounded fighter as well. I've seen that very close fight with Edson Barboza not too long ago. And I just feel like Josh Emmett maybe has been a little bit out of it for a while. I know, you know, Danny hasn't fought in a bit either. But I feel like... I feel like Danny, this is a time to rebound for Danny, and I feel like Josh Emmett might be coming towards the end of his career. Now, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm reading it wrong, and maybe I'm not paying enough attention to him. But just from, you know, as I say again, I always have one bet in these where I kind of scan through the prices and one that stands out to me, and this was the one today. This was the price that really stood out to me today. I was expecting Ige to be a Maybe not a big favor. Maybe I was expecting Ige to be the one seventy-five or one eighty-five favor. One minus one ninety here. I see Josh Jimenez in some places. That's that to me is crazy. I think. I think maybe it should be the other way around. I just think this is backwards. Now look, if Josh Emmett went out and won, uh, and I know I just said it was crazy. So so bear with me for a second. But if he went out and won, I wouldn't be that surprised. But. I just, I, I do think, like, if I fell asleep and, uh, you know, at 3am on, on Saturday night or whatever it might be here in Ireland, I woke up the next morning and saw that Dan Ige won, it would be the, it would be, oh yeah, of course he won, you know, it, for me, and kind of looking back at their results and looking, looking at one or two of their fights as well, I, I just feel if Dan Ige can kind of use his speed a little bit, use his technique and kind of make it a three-run fight like i was looking at the decision here as well for Ige, um and that is I'll, hold on, I'll just pull it up here uh Ige by decision was plus 250 yeah so i didn't go for that because there isn't that much of a difference uh between it um plus 145 plus 150 and plus 250 i think him win to win straight up is 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 even better than that i think it'll probably be a decision let's be honest uh and it'll probably be a relatively close decision um, I, I look. Emmett has power. We've seen him before knocking guys out, and he could catch Ige and knock him out. But I do think if Ige can avoid that and win 
uh, one of the first two rounds, I think he'll win it. I think he'll win the third round, and uh, I think he'll win the decision here. But yeah, I think I'm going for him straight up. Plus 145, as I said, plus 150 even in some places as well. A really, really good price, I think, on, on Danny Ige. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one and uh, seeing, uh, seeing how that goes. Right, so uh, the next couple of bets here are going to be from Cage Warriors. And the first bet I'm going for is, I'm going for Jatty Milan at plus 150 over Matthew Bonner. Um, and that is in the Cage Warriors middleweight title fight. Now, Jatty Milan is a guy who's just come into Cage. He had one fight in Cage Warriors a couple of years ago, um, or, you know, three or four years ago, I think. Uh, then had a couple of fights outside of Cage Warriors. Haven't seen him, obviously, the, you know, the coronavirus and different things. A lot of people have been out for a couple of years, but he's coming back here now. Um, and he's fighting Matthew Bonner, who's had a great time in, in that time. You know, he's won the title. He's beaten some of the best guys in Cage Warriors. You know, I, I spoke to, to Brad Wharton about it. If you haven't listened to those uh, previews yet on uh, on here on Sherdog, please do. They were It was great to speak to Brad. Um, but... You know, Bonner's maybe overachieved a little bit, and that's not to say he won't do it again and he won't win this fight. But I, the fact that he's a minus one eighty against a guy who's been out for two years, and um, a, a guy who you know hasn't been in that Cage Warriors middleweight pitcher yet, maybe is is kind of telling. The fact it's kind of that close, and I think it's close for a reason. And the reason I think it's close is Jaddy Milan is very good. You know, I went back and watched a couple of his fights. Uh, it's not always easy to find lots of fights, but that guy he had one Cage Warriors fight anyway, and I watched that. And he's one of those guys, you know, um, you you're expecting, and you watch you watch the start of a fight, and you're expecting it to be a striking matchup. And you're exp- you you look at his first few strikes, and you look at his first the way he sets up strikes, and the way he starts out with his uh, with, with his game. And you're expecting it to be a striker match. You're not expecting because he's so good. And then he throws in a big double leg underneath. He takes up to the ground and he's massive ground up on. He, he stalls on top and he, or not stalls on top, but controls on top and just really, really good. That's what Johnny Milan is. And that fight that he had in Cage Warriors that I watched, he, I was so impressed just by that alone, but by the rest of the fight as well and other bits and pieces I've seen by him. He is, he, he's kind of a, you know, a Daniel Carmier, well, maybe not Daniel Carmier physique, but maybe maybe a, a, a smaller type of, of, of guy for the weight class, but strong kind of body. And um, it's very hard for guys like Bonner, who are maybe a little bit bigger, who's a strong guy himself, don't get me wrong, um, to stop a takedown against guys like that. And I think if Milan has a little bit of pleasure on the feet I think he can take him down and I think he'll have a lot uh, a lot of good times on top although Bonner is you know he's very good all around he, he can hit hard and he's good you just see that you know, he's fighting out of Paddy Pimblett's gym uh, in uh, in Liverpool, and you know you know what they're like with their with their jujitsu and their wrestling as well. So, uh, you know it's a relatively uh, it's a relatively even fight. But having watched both of them back for the preview, I was siding with Milan, and when I saw he was plus one fifty, I kind of I kind of had to go for it. I think so. Yeah, that would be my bet from the first Cage Warriors card. So that's Cage Warriors one three one. Um, we will go through the betting a little bit more. Oh, no, let, let's do it now altogether. We'll go through the betting a little bit on that now, and then I'll give you my bet for Cage Warriors 1, um, 3, uh, 2. So, the, 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 look, I'll go through a couple of the fights that, that stand out. For me, the, the big standout price here is Oban Elliott, minus, one, uh, or minus 300, sorry, against Matters Flaminas, plus 240. Uh, I had Oban on the, uh, on the podcast here, on the, the YouTube uh, show, Two weeks ago now at this stage, if you haven't heard that yet, he's a great story, uh, you know, talking about how he's, uh, you know, started off very, obviously, very tough in his life, his father passed away, who, who was a boxer himself, and then, 
you know, he's dedicated his whole career to his father. He was forced to retire due to a heart issue, but with the help of Dan Hardy, he was able to get back. Um, came back, went up away, won his fight, and now was in his big fight against Madison Flaminas, who has a win over Matthew Bonner, who I just mentioned, who has uh, a win over um over who else? Does he win over? He's he win over George Hardwick, doesn't he? As well, if I'm not mistaken, I don't have the record up in front of you, but he's a very, very, very good fighter. And the fact that Oban Elliott, who is what what four and one in his career uh, has never fought this level of fighter before and when he has you know he lost to mike figlack although it was down and win it was just when he got the the heart problem so you know there's definitely excuses for that but the fact that oban elliott is a minus 300 favorite here i think is is mad now i'd have oban elliott favorite i think he i think he'll win the fight um but i think maybe minus 150 or something like that would have been the right price so flaminas at plus 240 i think is crazy i think that's a massive price altogether this is a you know this is a close fight i think i look i do think oban elliott will win i think his striking is fantastic i think he's a really well-rounded guy as well and i do think he'll win but yeah i think it's it's a very close fight compared to to that uh and i think the bookies have that one way wrong but uh, i suppose we we will see on that uh, another one sticks out, John and Dye, minus 325 over Tom Mearns. Now, I, I, another one where I do think he'll win, but John and Dye has only fought once or twice in the last five years nearly, you know, so he uh, uh, he, he still has a bit of proven to do in, in terms of him coming back to, to be at his very best. Uh, so that would definitely be a price I would look at. And in the, the lightweight title fight as well, uh, Mehdi Ben Lactar, plus 127, uh, George Hardwick, minus 157. Um, I, I'm not sure about that one, to be honest. I, th- I think it's a pick and fight. I think it's a very hard fight to, to pick. The one thing I would say, though, Mehdi Ben Lakhtar has been in there against Joe McColgan, you know, who was the champ until uh, he vacated the belt so these guys could fight for it. Um, and he drew with him, and he had a great fight with him. And I think that stands, you know. Hardwick has been in there with some good guys as well, but... Um, I think I'd probably have been lacked there, to be honest, to win this fight. It's a very, very close one as well, as I said, to pick them. I think the, the you know, the the, the uh, prices here maybe should be a little bit closer. Like, I, I was expecting this one to be minus 110, minus 110. Uh, so the fact that Ben Lactar is a little bit of a favourite, he'd probably be the one I would be would be backing here. But, uh, yeah, there's, there is some good stuff uh, on this card. Um, if if anyone knows, uh, you know, I, I speak to, to Jake Smith over in... Uh, in Newcastle in England, he's always talking about uh, Mike uh, Chukum, I, I believe is his name is pronounced, but Big Mike, they always call him. He's supposed to be really, really good. He's fighting Samir Caddy. I think it was only just announced. I might have even been in the preview we were talking about, but he's, they're both minus 115 in that one. I'd be looking at Big Mike in that one. So uh, that's uh, that's an interesting betting lineup there for Cage Warriors. And I'll go to the second Cage Warriors card. Um... And then we will talk about UFC 269. So this is another very interesting one. Look, my bet here, first of all, so my, my fourth bet, and I'll, I'll recap them again at the end in case it gets a bit confusing. But my fourth bet here, I'm going for Luke Shanks uh, to beat Sam Creasy. Now, some people might think I'm bad. He's plus 122. Uh, obviously, he lost last time, but it was controversial. We won't go over that again. If you if you haven't heard the story, go and listen to the, uh, the episode with Brad. Though it was a very, very controversial one. There was a tap. He ended up getting tapped. He was a champion before that. Creasy had lost twice for the belt before that. Um, look, this is it's plus one to two, and I'm giving you this bet now, but he did miss weight for the last fight. And if this comes to, you know, uh, Friday at uh, at noon, and I hear he misses weight again, I might be coming quickly back on to, ch- <laughs> to change my bet. So keep an eye on my, uh, keep an eye on my Twitter for that one. But... I just think Shanks, look, he got guillotined in the last fight, and I, I think he will 
look, he'll be looking out for a little bit more. He's he, he's not going to get away from his wrestling, I don't think. I think he's going to stick to that wrestling and try to, to wrestle uh, Sam Greasy as much as he can here. Um, and I think he will have a little bit more success with it. Now it's five rounds as well, and it's going to be tough to avoid the guillotine for five rounds. But if he can get through it early... Um, I don't know. I, look, it's it's a close betting line because of it's a, it's a close fight. But I I just do think Shanks's wrestling will be maybe a little bit too much for him, especially if he's coming into this maybe better prepared. No injuries, nothing like that makes weight, and you know get, gets his game plan going. I think he'll win it. So plus one two two there for Shanks. I'm going for that as my fourth bet uh, of the uh, of the week. Another bet that's kind of or another price that stood out to me is uh, Ken Kapine, and he's plus three hundred over Matthias Figlak. Now, it, not to be confused with Mike Figlak, his brother who's also on this card. He's minus four hundred over Stevie McIntosh, who's plus three hundred. Well, I like that line. I think that's that's just about right. Mike Figlak is very very good, um, but Ken Kapine is a good fighter. You know, and I think this is a very, very telling fight for Matthias Figlak. I think he is going to have to um, show a lot in this fight. We saw Ken Kapinen fight Will Flory uh, up at middleweight, and the way Flory beat him was he was taking him down. He made it tough for him. Like, Ken Kapinen is a, is a pretty good kickboxer. He's fought Melvin Manhoof, and he's had some boxing matches and stuff like that. He's a good striker. Um, and against Figlak, who's only lost, uh, matches Figlak here, who's only lost is to Ian Gary. Um, I think he still has a bit of proven to do in his career and to be that much of a favourite, minus 400 favourite over someone as, as kind of schooled maybe as, as Ken Kapine and I think it's a, a bit of a big price. Now, I would pick Figlak as well. I do believe in his ability and I think uh, I think he will move forward with a win here. But it's a tough fight. It's a very, very tough fight and that line is definitely a bit wide for me. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, then in the, uh, the title fight as well, the champion, Dom, champion even, Dominic Wooding, um, he's a minus two six five favorite over plus two or five. Carlos Abreu, as I mentioned, very hard to find anything on Carlos Abreu. I'm not hundred percent sure of that one. But Dominic Wooding is a is a very very good fighter, and uh, definitely looking forward to seeing that one. Samir uh, Fidin minus one five four. Uh, Aaron Aby plus one two four is is one of the fights uh, of the weekend as well. Uh, I think it could be it could turn out to be, and I think it's very close. And Tobias Harilla, if anyone saw him in these last few fights, he's a a madman altogether. Uh, he's minus four hundred. Uh, uh, against uh, Jair Jr., uh, who fought in Bellator not too long ago, who's plus 300. Um, so, yeah, there's some uh, some good stuff there uh, on, on those two Cage Warriors cards, and I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing them. So, um, yeah, let's get to UFC 269 here. Um, my bet and my flyer for UFC 269, I go for it. I go for it. I'm going for Charles Oliveira to win by KO. At plus 705. That's a big, big price to win by knockout. Plus 705. I was very surprised to see it that big of a, a price, to be honest. Um, he Look, we know what Charles Oliveira has uh, changed his game to in the last while. He is a madman who will go forward, throw big strikes. If you take him down or if you strike back with him, he's happy enough to go to the ground, even go to the bottom, because he knows his uh, submission game is so good, his jiu-jitsu is so good that he can dominate you from there if needs be so i think uh, look I, I was going back and forth in this fight who i think would win and my where i came to in my mind and i might be wrong you know a lot of people are probably picking pottery a lot of people picking Oliveira. it's a very close fight here i'll tell you the the, the the straight up prices in a second the money line prices but 
when I when I came to mind of my decision of who will win, I think Oliveira versus or sorry, Oliveira via knockout was what I came to. And that's my pick if I was to pick. And I think that'll be the pick. Now that might be wrong, you know, that might be wrong. But the fact that's plus seven hundred, I think is it has to be my flyer of the week and you know, and the uh, the picks over in Severe Ave that we're doing that that's my pick for Oliveira to win by KO. So I have to go for it here. I have to go for it as my flyer here. I would uh you know, I would be going against myself if I didn't go for it, so I have to go for it. And look, it's one of those fights where I'm not sure. It's one of those fights we all love because we're we're probably not sure. If you're picking Paria, I bet you you'd think, okay, he'll win, he might win in this way, he might get it into a more a technical matchup. I don't think Oliveira will be able to live with him. And you might be right, you know. But you all also do have that thing, oh, what if it goes to the ground? What if he gets submitted? What if Oliveira can kind of take the front foot, land these big strikes and win the fight that way? And the other way around, if you think Oliveira can do that like me, I have this feeling in my the back of my head that Paria is going to jab him up and going to push him back and is going to stop him from that mad forward motion and just take over with his, his technique and uh, and his tactical game. And I really could see that happening. It's just a fight I want to see, you know? It really is. It's a fight I want to... I don't care who wins. I really just want to see it. I think it's going to be a fantastic fight and a fascinating fight. So I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing that. Um, so yeah, some of the uh, one or two of the other bets there for that. The under two point five rounds is minus one seventy. Under one point one rounds is one minus one twenty. Um, I was looking at the over two point two rounds at plus one two five. I just don't think that's a great price. Any of those, to be honest. Uh, so I I kind of steer clear uh, of those there. Um, Poirier to win by KO if you like that. That's only a plus one twenty. Not a big price. So. That's another one I kind of would stare clear of a little bit. If you fancy Oliveira by submission, you can get him at plus 275, plus 310 in some places. Poria by submission is 12 to 1, 11 to 1 in some places as well. So, you know, some some big bets there if you fancy a finish. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait for that. Amanda Nunes in, as I mentioned. Or actually, sorry, the Oliveira is plus 140 here in most places. Paria around minus 160 in most places. Uh, Amanda Nunes then, you know, she's a big favourite. She's uh, 8, 9, 10 to 1 in favourite in some places. Juliana Pena can be got around 6 to 1, 7 to 1 even maybe in some places. Uh, the bet I told you, Amanda Nunes to win... Uh, let me just pull it up here. Manny Nunes to win by KO, obviously the one I gave, uh, minus 155. Um, but look, <laughs> Pinya to win by KO, if you fancy the big upset, you can get that at 22 to 1. Pinya by submission, 15 to 1. So, and that Nunes by decision, plus, um, 425 it is here. You know, I wouldn't be gone for that, to be honest. But if you fancy Pinya to kind of, to, uh, uh, you know, to get through it, uh, to tough it out, maybe maybe you like that. Um, right, so let's run, run through some of the other bets here. Jeff Neal is an underdog against Ponzinibbio. I believe that line has turned. Uh, yeah, I think it has. Yeah, it has, actually. Um, in in the last week or so, maybe it's to do with Jeff Neal's problems uh, outside of the cage. He was caught, you know, arrested and things like that. So uh, maybe, maybe it's to do with that. But Ponzinibbio, he's the favourite there now. Cody Garbrandt is a favourite over Kai Cara France. He's minus 133. Kai Cara France plus 113. Which a couple of years ago, or maybe four, four or five years ago at this stage, would have been an absolutely insane line if you're <laughs> if you were to think about it. But now it, I think that's just about right. You know, it's it's a close fight. Uh, Roman Paiva is plus two forty five. Sugar Sean O'Malley minus two ninety. I think that's just about right as well. Uh, if you fancy O'Malley to get the KO there, plus one ten. Don't like that. Not big enough for me. 
Um, and as I mentioned, Danny got plus 140, minus 160. Josh Emmett, Dominic Cruz. Oh, some places Pedro Munoz is, is the favourite here. He's minus 120, minus, uh, minus 115, Dominic Cruz. You know, you can get him best price I see here on best fight odds is plus 100. But he's around plus, or minus 110 here, sorry, in most places. So that's, that's very close. Another one a few years ago that, you know, you probably would have been called mad if you gave that price. But... No, I think Dominic Cruz should still be favoured. I might be wrong, and maybe this is the, the last hurrah for Dominic Cruz, but yeah, I, I would still have him favoured in that one. Uh, Augusta Sagayan and Taito Avasa, again, just about to say a minus 110. Um, Bruno Silva, Jordan Wright, big, big favourite there, Bruno Silva. Aaron Blanchfield is the underdog against Miranda Maverick. Uh, Andre um, Muniz is a slight favourite as well over Eric Anders. And a big favourite, Alex Perez, minus 310 against Matt Schnell uh, at plus 260. But Schnell, you know, if, if the best Schnell turns up, he can beat anyone in that division. I really do think that. I think, well, maybe not anyone, but one, most of the, the people on the way up. I think he's very, very good. And I'm looking forward to seeing this fight. Um, probably just about picking Perez, but I wouldn't rule out Schnell. Always interesting to see Ryan Hall as well, see how he looks. The, actually, the odds for the submission aren't up yet, unfortunately. But uh, he is minus 200 favourite to be Derek Miner, who's plus 170. You know, when Hall by submission comes up there, it'll probably be all over that, to be honest, as one of the bets. Randy Costa minus 160, plus 155 for Tony Kelly. And Jillian Robertson is a big, 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 big favour over Priscilla Cachoeira, how she's still in the UFC, plus 300. Uh, so, yeah, lots of there's, there's lots of good bets this week. Sometimes I'm struggling for bets. But this week I had a, I had the pick of them, uh, so there's a lot a lot of good stuff out there this weekend. Let me run you through my five bets again. So, uh, Manny Nunes via KO minus one forty. I'm going for Danny Ge over Josh Emmett at plus one forty. Um, Luke Shanks over in Cage Warriors one three one on Friday. That's plus one two two. I'm going for Jatty Milan. He is on Saturday if I'm not mistaken. Um, plus one fifty. Courtesy Friday as well. Hold on, let me pull it up here just to make sure. Uh, Milan is on. Oh no, he's on Friday too. Yeah, sorry, he is. He is on Friday. So um, or I have him the wrong way around. Sorry, the other one is on. Shanks is on Saturday. Milan's on Friday. Yeah, I knew. I knew I gave one from each card. Yeah. So if you want to bet, bet on Shanks, that's on Saturday plus one to two. Milan on Friday plus one fifty. And then my flyer of the week, Charles Oliveira plus. 705 to defeat Dustin Poirier by KO. So that's the, the big one if you fancy that one. Uh, right, that's it for me, everybody. Thank you very much. My name is Sean Sheehan from Shardog.com. I'll see you all next time.